All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp. I'm super excited because today I've got the two world's leading experts, one from the US and one from Canada. Let's do a, a quick around the grounds. Who we got? Hey, I'm Danielle from AxFit. You can find me on AxFit all over social media and on YouTube. Um, and I'm excited to be here and talk about fitness, fitness testing with you guys. How you doing, everybody? My name is Jonathan Hurdless. I own BFF Bootcamp. You can follow me there. We can just search Jonathan Fit. And I am also happy to be here. And let's get into it. Awesome. All right. Now, really interesting topic this week. We're doing fitness testing now. This is a question I always get in my Facebook group. I'm sure these two also get it as well. And it's quite an interesting one because it can really go either way. There's some people that really like the fitness testing side of things, right, as a client because they want to see how far they've progressed. But th it can also be intimidating sometimes as well because there's clients that, you know, maybe they weren't the fittest and fitness testing reminds them back at school where they came last or whatever it may be. And as trainers, we've got to try and find that balance where, you know, we've got to show our clients, hey, you're improving, but we need to do it without intimidating them as well. So I'm super excited to get both of your opinions on this here. Who wants to start? Anyone want to kick things off? I uh, will kick things off. <laughs> All right. Jonathan, what's, uh, let's go with what's your opinion on fitness testing? Whereabouts do you sit on that spectrum and how do you do it with your clients? Uh, I personally love fitness testing and I've been doing it for as far back as I can remember because I feel that that's a great retention tool when you're good at what you do and you deliver a great service you know that the client is improving. There are clients that don't really realize how well they've done over the course of a couple of months or even a couple of weeks. And when you're implementing some kind of test into your workout routine or your workout program, it helps them to show, it helps to show you, uh, it helps show your client rather how valuable you are. Now I run group testing pretty much every week. I've essentially built it into my paradigm and my programming where Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I really don't track the performance of the client. However, Tuesday, Thursdays, those are my uh, tested workouts based on time for a locked number of repetitions or total number of repetitions with a locked base of time. So essentially, I can get the, both, the, the best of both worlds where a client does the workout and then I can say, hey, we did this eight weeks ago. I essentially run on an eight-week syllabus and so I can say, hey, we did this eight weeks ago and before you could only do, I don't know, let's say 50 squats inside of four minutes and today you did 85 squats and just showing your client how much stronger they're getting. Sometimes if they can't implement the nutritional aspect as quickly as you'd like them to, and the scale doesn't move as quickly as you like it to, you can at least point to the fact that you're getting stronger, your anaerobic capacity or your aerobic capacity is expanding. 
So I'm constantly testing. Uh, I do fit tests in terms of their weight and body fat. I do that every six weeks. And I think it's all about how you present it to the client. And the one thing that I've changed uh, in the beginning, after I did my fit test, I would sort everybody's score from best to worst. Whereas now I just list it uh, in alphabetical order. So the person can find themselves and it doesn't feel like a pecking order anymore. They just get to see how they've done. If they want to compare themselves to somebody else, I haven't had many issues where a client says, oh, well, this person did this and I did that. It really doesn't create that tension. They just focus on themselves. And as a trainer, I say, focus on yourself. And it works out well for me. Awesome. Love it. Just a couple of questions with that, um, Jonathan. So with the, so the fitness testing side of things, awesome. I understand that. With the, the body fat weight side of things, how do you do that? Is that Tanita scales? Is it a tape measure? Is it skin folds? What does that sort of involve there? Yeah, I do the scale, uh, body fat monitor, and anthropometric measurements, which is the tape measure. I do have a skin fold caliper. I found that for some people, it's a little bit invasive, especially when you first meet them. So I don't like to pinch. I use the handheld monitor and they're reliable as long as you're consistent in how you test. So essentially, you're not going to do one person's body fat first thing in the morning and then a couple weeks later, take it at the end of their day because their body's completely different. I tell people to come in empty first thing in the morning so that you can get as reliable a reading as possible. And then I just send it over to the client. I have my own web application called the FitPro Calculator, and then I enter in their information and it shows their progress over time. Awesome. And do they, so do they get to the session early? Say if you're running your session 6 a.m., you say, hey, if you want to come in and, and get your, your weight done, come in half an hour early or? Yeah, I've tried that. Drives me nuts because I have, I don't know, 30 people in one one hour class time. They want to look at their measurements. They want to ask questions. So I cancel class once every six weeks. People sign up for a five-minute slot, um, essentially three people or three slots per 15 minutes. And then I have them come in, they take the measurements, and then they leave. And then I'll do a makeup class for that day. But trying to do both measurements and a workout never works. Easy. Yeah, I feel that. And when you sort of record their measurements there, is that done on that, that FitPro calculator that you've got? Yeah, it's on the FitPro calculator. And then it's sent directly to the client. It sends them a PDF and it's color coded. So like if they're, there's green, yellow, red, green means they're doing really well. Yellow means you need to do a little bit of work. Red means you need to do a little bit more work. I never say unhealthy or poor or anything like that. That gets into their, you know, their psyche. But when they go from red to yellow or yellow to green, and I added a new category, black, that's basically like, why are you even here? You're basically a model right now. So if somebody goes from red to yellow, yellow to green, green to black, you know, they just, they see that they're progressing, you know? Easy. Love it. And that, that FitPro calculator, is that available if people do your course or... Can people get their hands on that? You know that yeah, anybody can get it. I offer a free two-week trial, and they can just go to fitprocalculator.com, and you don't need to have the course to get it. You can just try it out. It's four ninety nine a month. You keep it as long as you want. You get unlimited access for unlimited records.
That's awesome. What was that site again in case people missed it? Uh, fitprocalculator.com. Awesome. I might even post that on my group. That sounds awesome and a, and a steal. So awesome. Yeah. yeah th th thanks, Jonathan. I loved everything you said there. My, my biggest takeaways from that is the whole, it's, it's people might not know that they're, the results they're getting, where if they can be exercised, they can be training every single day, but if they haven't mastered that nutrition side of things, eh, they might lose a kilo or two and they could get disgruntled, right? But if you're right. training hard, the results exercise-wise or fitness-wise or strength-wise or cardio-wise you can get in 6, 12, 8 weeks is amazing. And if you can show that to those people there, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. So I love that. Danny, any, um, what, what's your philosophy on, on fitness testing? When do you do it? How do you do it? Give us the rundown. Yeah, I liked everything you guys were saying. I pretty much fall on the same kind of, well, not really, but um, I agree with everything you guys are saying. So for me, I do. That's unusual. That's unusual for you, Danny. Well, I'm just meaning like, yeah, you guys said awesome stuff. Now my turn. Um, <laughs> so I do them about three or four times a year only. I do it like when I'm indoors. Uh, so we're going indoors. Uh, the Canadian Thanksgiving is in like two weeks. Ours is different than the States. Um, and so we go indoors. That first indoor class, we'll do a fit test. Um, and then midwinter i'll do another one like january february i'll do another one then and then i do one in the spring and then i do one in the summer kind of seasonal um and i don't always tell them when i'm going to do a fit test because i just like to kind of them come in and it's like guys it's fit test day and people love it and hate it it's a love hate some hate it because it's i make them really hard my fit tests are really hard doesn't and sound like I you that, yeah <laughs> i do that because a lot of my clients like i have a really i train like my style of training is like really intense, extreme fitness. So if they're coming in and they know I'm going to do a fit test, it's not going to be hard. They feel like it's almost like a waste of a class. And my crew's like, they want to, their butts kicked every single time. And my, my following is not really like weight loss. It's more like athletes that are in like, you know, they're runners or they're hockey players or they're soccer or just like crazy fitness enthusiasts. So I find I have to make my fist, fit test hard day, day hard too, so that they don't feel like they wasted a class doing it. Um, and then what I do is, okay, class starts, um, I, I make sheets for everybody. So everyone has their own sheet. So they're writing their own results on it. They put their name. And um, if people want to do measurements, uh, I don't really do a lot of measurements because, like I said, I don't have a ton of, like, fat loss people. So to make, build your bicep with muscle, you might get, like, it's not really about that for us. It's more like how much stronger am I? How many more push-ups can I do? Am I faster? Am I more agile? Do I have a better explosive jump or something? Okay, so we do, um, so everyone gets a sheet. They put their name on it. They put their date. And then it will say, like, whatever the test is. We'll do a beep test. I think in Australia, you guys call it a bleep test. Uh, we use both, beep and bleep. We know what both are, yeah. Why yeah. do you use both? Like, just <laughs> what do you say in the US, Jonathan? Is it beep? Or I've beep? never heard of either What's of these, beep or bleep. Really? Okay. Yeah. Shit. Well, huge thing well, over here. Yeah. We do a beep test, but I talk to people in Australia or other parts of the world and they're like, do you mean bleep test? I'm like, why are you adding that L in there? But okay. Anyways, so I do a lot of beep tests and they do it over here for cops to become like cops, right? We do have to do it to, to pass the test. And I have a, a beep test on my YouTube channel. You could Google it and you can use it. You plug it in and it's my voice. And I'm just like, hey guys, we're going to start this test. And it's timed to the perfect beeps. And um, essentially, if you've never heard of one, it's like 60 feet and they got to get from the other side. And when they get to the other side, it says, okay, round one, one, go. Okay, round 
one, two, go, and it goes up to like 20 rounds. It's crazy. So most people get around six to eight. Some of my advanced crew can get to 10, 12, 15. Um, so I, I do a beat test a lot, or I do a shuttle run, which is really cool. You can do pick whatever you want, 30 feet, 50 feet. If you're working with 10 feet, do feet. Now make them run there and back uh, times as fast as they can, and then they get a two-minute break, and then they do it again. And we'll do that four rounds, or you could do six rounds, whatever you kind of want. You can make this your own, and then it's to see the recovery rate. So you're seeing the second round, the third round, the fourth round. How are they recovering with that two minutes? Are they faster the second round and the third round, or are they dropping down major? And then the next time we do it. So now, for the next six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, until we do it again, they're like really, it holds these, like you said, retention, accountability, keeps them committed because they're like, I want to change the numbers on that test. I am going to have a better recovery rate or my beat test, I'm going to get from 8.5 to 10.5. So it's something that's in their head all the time. So now not only are they, the proof is in the paper when they're writing it down, they're seeing the results, but now they're thinking about it while they're working out every single session with you. So they're going harder, they're more focused. So you're going to get even more results out of them. So any trainers that aren't doing fit testing, I think it's just like, you're just missing out huge because it's probably going to keep them committed. It's going to make them work harder. And then the proof is in the paper. And then you look like an all-star because you're like, man, I did 10 push-ups. Now I'm doing like 80 easy. Um, so that's like, I think it's really important to do. When we go outside, I'll do like, you just make them up. And trainers listening, don't be scared. Like just say, okay, I use this hill. I'm going to have them, they got to run the hill five times. And then they're going to, then I'll pick like a series of like five or eight drills or something. And I'll be like, hey, I want to do like a power move. I want to do like a core move. I want to do a strength move. I want to do a... Um, like push-ups or maybe some chin-ups or just pick kind of like different things that targets different stuff and then um, having little rest in between and then make sure you do that same order the next time. So then they hand me in all their sheets when we're done. I try and save like 20, 30 minutes left in class to still do a class. So they feel like they still got that like workout. And then when I do it again, in whatever amount of time I decide, um, usually I do like six weeks or eight weeks. Then they get that paper back and then they fill it out and then they're just like, whoa, what happened? So everyone should be doing it. You can always message me if you, you have questions. I have some YouTube videos with fit tests on it and I even have a training guide. Like I sell training guides online. I do have a training guide. It's the ultimate boot camp fit test. It's super hard and it comes with like the print sheet that you would print out to give to your, um, your clients and it comes with an exercise tutorial for each workout that we do in the test. So it's pretty cool. That's sick. How do, how do our listeners find that, uh, Danielle? Um, you just go on axfit.com to my training guide page and you can just type in the search engine fit test and it'll come up or you can go on my YouTube channel and write fit test. And I have a couple videos that I've done over the years. I've like Jonathan, I've always done fit testing over the years. So trainers just, you have to do it. Don't be scared. Just make something up, like have fun with it. You'll get better as you do it. There's no huge science to it. Um, you know, you just kind of got to be creative and think about the body and the movements and what works for your demographic in your group. If it's weight loss, you might want to do more of that like weight loss kind of stuff and, and maybe do the measurements and, and this and that. So yeah, that's my, my opinion. Love it. Anything to add with that, Jonathan? I have a question. Ooh, what? So you keep the sheets for the clients or do they keep the sheets? I take the sheets because six, eight weeks, they might lose it. So I keep it. Um, if someone says, hey, can I keep it? Then for sure, they can keep it. But I just put them back in a folder, put them away, 
And then we do it again in the whatever. I'll, I, I usually do six weeks. Sometimes I'll do eight. Sometimes I've done even four. I'm like, guys, it's a quick fit test. We're doing this. And in four weeks, we're doing it again. And then I'll bring those sheets out. But um, some I've done fit tests where I'll bring in new moves. So for any trainers that want to do this, think up like six new moves you've never done with your class. And it's like some new stuff. Find some stuff online and then add your own twist. Make it really hard. Bring it in. Not only now are they fit testing with moves you've never done. But now you're going to implement those new moves into your training for the next four to six weeks. They're going to get like awesome at these moves and they're going to feel like the fit test wasn't just a fit test. They learned these new moves to master them properly. And then you use those with your training for the next weeks. And then now they're part of your training forever. So that's something I do. But yeah, I take the papers unless they want them. Okay, you're just so much better with paper than I am between like your billing and your fit test. I would have lost everything probably within like three days. Maybe I've had that's angry. times where like I go to do the fit test that day. I'm like, oh my gosh, where did I put their test? And I like <laughs> like hide it like in my bookshelf when it's good, but it's like between some books. And I didn't see it. I'm sweating. I'm like, I got to go there because they'll know when that second one is approximately. They can kind of, if I say it's six weeks, they're watching. My crew knows, oh shit, it's Monday. It's been six weeks. She's pulling out those papers. So I have had some close calls, but I try to be pretty responsible with them. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, my take on it, guys. So I do, I guess even a similar philosophies to you guys, smidge and different. When I first started running boot camp, fitness testing was always the least popular day. I'm like, all right, it's fitness testing and it would always get the lowest numbers. And I'm like, hmm, how can I sort of work my way around this? So what I've implemented now, what I implement is my fitness test is also on my excursion. So let's say I'll run 12 week blocks, right? In the first six weeks, one of those sessions is going to be at the Cronulla Sand Dunes, which is just a big-ass sand hill. And one of those sessions is going to be at the Coogee Stairs, which is a big-ass stairs. And one of those sessions is also going to be at this, this outdoor park as well. And I make that really exciting. Like, hey, guys, we're out of the school hall this week. Where On Saturday, we're going down to the beach, and we're going to do a beach session. It's going to be awesome. Or we're going to do a stair session. It's going to be awesome. We're going to go to a park session. It's going to be awesome. And I, I pump up that side of things. So I make it super exciting that we're doing something different. We're doing something outside. But sneakily on my side of things, all those sessions are a fitness test. So let's say we go to that uh, Cronulla Sand Dunes. What we do at that Sand Dunes is basically an AMRAP. So, hey, guys, here's the workout. It's going to be this amount of squats and this amount of push-ups, and you're going to run up this hill, then you're going to come back, then you're going to run up that hill, then you're going to come back. Also, guys, by the way, I like to do this every, um, twice every 12 weeks. So we'll do this again later in the challenge. Just write down how many laps you get here so when we do it again, you can try and beat it which is essentially a fitness test, right? But I don't mention any of that at the start. I just make it super fun. Everyone's super excited. We get awesome numbers. They come down to that session and then I give them a little unofficial fitness test there. They write down their score on the clipboard. I like to use software as well. I use our PT Distinction. So that way I can just plug everything online there. Yeah, it takes 20, 30 minutes to plug everyone's score in, but then I can sort of set and forget and they can check whenever they want that side of things there. Um, just my one thing I want to point out with fitness testing on my end, what I found, especially when doing the AMRAPs and that side of things is some exercises, you can sort of cheat a little bit, right? Like what's a squat? How deep do you have to go? What's a lunge? How deep do you have to go? What's a push up? And there's no right or wrong. All three of us might have different definitions of it, right? And even that client might have a different definition of it. But what I think is important is that consistency for that client. So let's say you say to the client, hey, guys, look, we're going to do squats and you've got to get your bum to this bench here. There's a bench on the side. You've got to get your, your booty to hit that bench. Or, hey, guys, with push-ups, it does have to be chest to ground. So if you can't do it on the toes, you've got to go down on the knees. So that way there's a set point when they do it. 
So when they do that test again, they know those set points. Because what I found could happen sometimes is let's say it's a let's say one of the exercises in there is push-ups. The first time that client does it, they might not get as deep, right? They might be starting off, they don't get all the way deep and they can get 20 push-ups or whatever it is, but only at half range. Then 12 weeks later, when they do that test again, now they may be better with their push-ups and they can get all the way down, but because they can get all the way down, they're now doing less reps and that might look not as good when they get back. So just trainers listening, if there's set points you can do to make all the, and that's what I'm, I'm not a huge CrossFit fan myself, but that's the one thing I love about them. Every exercise has that set point. Hey, if you're going to do the squat, your bum has to touch the bench. Hey, if you're going to do the lunge, your knee has to touch the ground. Hey, if you're going to do the push up, your chest has to touch the ground. Hey, if you're going to do the sit up, your hands have to touch behind the ground and then they have to touch your toes or whatever it may be. I found that really helps as well. And in terms of the uh, the body composition side of things, I used to do the the old school method as well, Jonathan, where I'd, I'd get to training half an hour early and I'd measure everyone. And it was hard. That's a full-time job on its own, right? Measuring 30 yeah, people. And- takes a lot out of you. <laughs> so one thing I found that when I did do that is I would always have work placement students. So if you're listening to this, this is, a, this is one thing that I strongly recommend. Go and find yourself some workplace students, either they're studying personal training or they're studying exercise physiology or whatever it may be, and get them down to help at your sessions. Like they were a godsend for me, right? Because they can't really do much anyway, but what they can do is set up all your cones, set up all your sessions, do the weigh-ins, write everyone's things down, all those little fiddly bits as well. So when I did do that, that was a huge help. Um, since then, I've sort of gotten away from the weight side of things because I just found it put a lot of uh, pressure on people that, you know, some people like it, some people don't, but I wanted to push more the fitness side of things and, and the fun side of things like, hey, come down to boot camp, have fun, get a lot fitter. And if you lose a few kilos, great. So now I just make it optional. So I'll bring the Tanita scales down. I'll bring them down week one, week six, week 12, but that's optional. That's only if you want to, great. You can jump on there. If not, no drums. I like that. Sounds good. Anyways, guys, that's pretty much all we've got time for today. Anything you want to finish up with? Any any um, plans for this week? Any goals for this week? What are you guys all working on? Hmm. Well, I am in week one of my boot camp-wide fat loss contest. So the goal now, and again, um, I agree with you because participation is optional. But for the people that are in it, just making sure that they're following all the rules, so they're seeing the results that they want, and then I'm not completely alienating the people that are not in it. So it's going to be a little bit of a, a balance game, but just excited to see great results in about five weeks. Nice. Um, yeah, I am. I just did my amazing race. I've been talking about you two guys, and it was killer. It was like four hours. It was a track workout, and a beach workout, and a hill workout, and this other wall kind of workout. It was, not, and then a paddle workout, and they were dying. So that was successful. I had forty-five people do it, um, and then now, so now my next goal is a Halloween themed boot camp. Um, so any trainers listening, do the Halloween boot camps. I can talk about it more. Maybe we could do a podcast on themed boot camps. That'd be kind of fun, but. You use the pumpkin, you got a group of five. So I'm planning that next. I can definitely give anyone advice if they want to talk to me. And then I just want to finish with do fit testing. If you're thinking about it or you're nervous, just do it. All right. And it was fun talking today. Thanks for having me on again. Awesome. Danielle, if people want to see more about that amazing race, that's on your YouTube, your Instagram. I didn't video it. <laughs> I just did it. So I know I'm going to do it every summer. So next year I'll make sure I... I make a video, but uh, yeah, right now there's just no proof of it, but it happened and it was awesome. There is I believe you, Danny. Uh, Halloween stuff on my YouTube channel. If you Google like Halloween in the search engine, you'll see some Halloween videos. 
Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for your time. And I'll see you next week. All right. See you guys. See you then. Bye. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your bootcamp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.